Hello, this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Uh, this this podcast is going to be interesting. I've got Mary Rodwell with me, and we're going to be talking about the new humans, how her work, how my work is combining together, and other people uh, that are very similar, very passionate about raising strong kids, raising strong kids to transform the way society works. And that's the only way we're going to get, say, a new generation. Wouldn't you agree, Mary? So we'll ju we're just going to jump right in. Mary, if you can just tell us a little bit about your passion, what you've done in the past, and then I can uh, ask you some questions. Well, my background is nursing and mid midwifery, but I went into counseling about 35 years ago. I've done mm -hmm. the whole gamut of counseling from grief and bereavement right through to family issues etc ultimately like everything else it evolves into a more spiritual um focus and that spiritual mm -hmm. focus has been people's experiences and those experiences went into them connecting to spirits opening up multi-dimensionally but also then those that told me about their encounters with non-human intelligences. And that has been my primary focus in recent years is supporting adults and families that have had these encounters. And Maz, as we you've talked about um, the intergenerational side to this and what I mm -hmm. then got led into, when we talk about the new human, what I got led into was realizing that each generation appeared to be an upgrade of the, the older generation. And now going into these new generations that people are interpreting, whether if it's metaphysical, indigos, crystals, children of light, golden right. children, all these different names, crystal children, as I say, um, but also what they're missing out on um, and labeling some of these children as ADHD, dyslexic, Asperger's, some forms of autism, which in fact mm -hmm. are these upgrades as well. True. Okay, so just to just to just to get to say the focus, um, you work with kids or or families that have say quote unquote troubled children, but you're thinking that um, they have you know special gifts or even say alien connections. Does that make sense? And then how you integrate with the family, or how do you integrate how you integrate that new intelligence? to have them understand it so they're not considered, you know, what well, freaks or ADD, ADHD, where they don't have to take any drugs and so on. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, it's understanding that what appears to be a dysfunction is actually a new kind of upgrade human. And why do I right. say that? Because these, these children have far more multidimensional awareness. So they're not mm -hmm. only are their physical senses enhanced, but they're right. multi mental senses are enhanced and that is why they struggle sure. because they're True. being programmed into a limited and limiting belief system that doesn't work for them so then they become right. troubled because they can't deal with it right and you know and, and i've worked with kids as well you know they're labeled add or asperger's and all that uh but they just don't know um how to function in this reality it's not that it's not that they're messed up or it's not that they're chemically distorted. And a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of medical, the medical society doesn't understand it. And once you, I, I do it differently than you, but uh, again, same, same end point, same end result. And maybe, you know, we could do something together sometime to help kids learn, even learn faster. But 
you know, these kids, once they understand, say, the handbook, handbook on how humans work, right? Uh, it's not that they're aliens or, you know, foreign or anything like that. They're, like you said, they were, they're a high-level alien. And, you know, there's only a few kids that I've seen, Mary, where I can tap into them and they can actually have extrasensory perception. So they would have the ability to, say, hear sounds that, say, no, that is out of the normal human range, or they could see colors, or sometimes they, they would even have emotions that's not, say, programmed within us. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. They're all enhanced, and that was why I called them human, because right. that's what I'm, I'm actually seeing, and that is why so many of them struggle, because their awareness also brings them mm -hmm. into remembering their origins, which may not be on this planet, which may mm -hmm. actually be from somewhere else. And so that creates a conflict as well because their awareness of where they're from and, and also their awareness of why they've come to this planet, the awareness that they've come with a purpose, with a mission. Right. And that's what their senses are helping them uh, to do, if you like, those enhanced senses. Right. So, you know, I, I'm just going to play devil's advocate, Mary, for you because um, I, get, I get, you know, question by say the medical society and so on so what would you say that uh, or, or can you share with us why you believe the youth you've interviewed uh, are offering say accurate information rather than simply having like an active imagination is it in their head or is it actually you know that deeper connection that they have of because they because you're telling me they see stuff as well right or sense stuff as all that so is it chemical I mean, I can sense it. I can see it when people are hallucinating or if it's real, but how would you know? Well, first of all, the parents that contact me may be talking about a five or six-year-old that talks about going on a spacecraft, seeing different beings, mm. et cetera, et cetera, and okay. going into detail. Now, most mm. parents, and I'm one, and I'm a grandmother as well, um, mm -hmm. it's very clear with your own child particularly, I know you have children as well, when they're coming Six. from a place of authenticity and integrity, Definitely. again, when you know they're imagining. You just know the difference. And the way right. and seriousness of what they're telling you and the detail. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things when I've talked to these children and asked them for details, they will go into the details of it, which is not the same as a whole imaginary process where it's very um, fluid, it's, it's not very clear, they may just go off, you can see them going off on a tangent, but the parents will say, when I ask for details, they will give me details. They will tell me things about myself that nobody else can know, for example. Mm. So many of these children appear to be telepathic. So my, the bottom line is, first of all, the parents will say, I have never mentioned anything about this kind of concept to my child. I've never front loaded them. I've never told them mm -hmm. about my own experiences, and here they are telling me about things. And only recently, a few, uh, about a week ago, I got a drawing that was done by a two-year-old that said mm -hmm. to his auntie, who'd had experiences going board, on board a spacecraft, that he would know nothing about, drawing this picture saying, auntie, when you went up on the spacecraft and you were in wow. this tube, he said to her, they were healing you, auntie, so don't be frightened. Oh, now, wow. Now, this is a nephew 
of two years old, explaining to his auntie who'd had an experience that she'd told nobody about, he was able to explain to her what had mm -hmm. happened and why it had happened. Now, wow. that's what I mean. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. That's pretty wild. So do you think it's kind of, <laughs> it, it makes me laugh, Mary, because sometimes I work on clients, you know, over the phone and, you know, I pick up stuff on them. You know, I, I can get all the details just like, you know, the, the kids, which is normal. We're like me, the kids that you're talking about are actually normal. That's the way we're supposed to be, you know, but th these, uh, I'm getting more and more people going, well, how did you know this information about me? Did you Google it or did somebody tell you or, and I'm going, no, I can just like see you. I don't even have to see you. I could just, uh, just hear about you and, and just know all your details. It's called the age of transparency. Now, you know, in society, we're doing age of transparency differently by, you know, putting cameras everywhere and all that. That's not about that. And only one side knows the other. But this is like everything's going to be out and open. And these kids are going to see it. And, but they're not going to use it to control people. They're going to use it because I, I can read some of the kids. They just look at you and they go, oh, they have this and this and this. And sure. You know, maybe if we're a lower level human, we'd use it against each other. But these kids just look at you and go, oh, these, 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 these humans need help or these adults need help. Does that make sense to you? They come yeah. from a very high level standard. So I think that's another uh, thing we can, you can look at as well. They come from just deep love. That's mm -hmm. probably not from this world yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, and you're absolutely yep. right. Um, the one thing, Maz, that I'm saying is because parents mm -hmm. and other generations can be a little bit confronted by their awareness. Um, exactly. Saying, oh, you know, what's that going to mean for us? Um, what I call, you know, the less, the, the, um, the older models of human. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it mm -hmm. that way. Um, and yep, I'm saying exactly. to the older models, they're coming in to activate you as well, that you are not right. going to be behind that we all have these abilities. It's just right, for us exactly. and we're dormant and that, that these right. children are bringing in the frequencies to activate the older models so that ultimately we will be able to do what they can do. So this isn't mm -hmm. about them coming and showing us they're amazing and us all feeling like we've been left behind. In fact, they've come to help us upgrade as well. Mm -hmm. That's my whole business model, by the way, is not showing me that I'm a savior or anything like that, but it's like, hey, we all have these abilities, right? Yeah. We can do it. Um, or just like the computer system, a lot of older individuals, they chose not to you know, learn about the computers. They got left behind. So there are going to be people that are going to be left behind. Um, so we better, we need to catch up to our kids that are coming because they're not going to take any, anything less. Um, um, what are some of the unique abil abilities you found these youth to have and what implication uh, might they have for human potential? It's a really good question um, that I was thinking of uh, because that's, I'm all about human potential. So any unique abilities? Well, whether or not you call them unique, I think we all have the mm -hmm. ability to be telepathic. Oh, we all totally. Have to be clairvoyant, precognitive, um, clairsentient, all those abilities of sensing things, seeing things, seeing more of the non-physical world, spirits, mm -hmm. or 
on human intelligence, et cetera, et cetera. We all have these abilities. The children are more awake, though, to those abilities. Right. So they're born right. with the awareness of previous lifetimes, for example. They're born with the awareness. One young nine-year-old told me he was aware of being what he called a will-of-the-wisp, a spirit, um, mm-hmm. working out what particular life he wanted on planet Earth. And once he'd made his decision, he then found himself in mummy's tummy, was the way he described coming from spirit into oh, wow. in the physical form with conscious recall of the decision, which mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about, where most of us have not had that kind of awareness. Um, the t- telepathic side is very common with a lot of these children. And one seven-year-old I was chatting to, first of all, he told me that he could speak dolphin and, pres- and said, do you want to hear me speak dolphin? So I said, yes, that'd be great. And then he said, I can tell whether someone's lying to me or telling the truth. And I said to him, so to what does it feel like when someone isn't telling the truth? And he said, oh, he said, I just go all cold. But when they're telling me the truth, then I feel warm. So he was able to assess somebody by the feelings that he had. I believe this is where we're going as humans, because ultimately we are going to need that resonance, that awareness, if we wish to change the planet. And all the things that we're propaganda, all those kinds of things that are not truthful, we are going to have an awareness of before very long. And that is going to change the consciousness of this planet, as I'm sure you're already aware of now. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm preparing uh, a lot of people. Uh, and I think a lot of mm, there's a lot of awakened individuals out there, and they're just like coming in groves. They just like hear my name uh, and they go, I need to see that guy. So it's like a higher level consciousness. It's not like a decision that you make. It's like, "Mm, I'm not sure, you know, you just hear it, you know, like my name or, you know, I'm sure the kids, like if, I bet Mary, if, if the kids like listened to me or heard my name, they'd go, Oh, I like that guy. Cause they already know. Just like I do, you know? So, so that's, wow, that's pretty amazing. Uh, And it's, for me, it's so exciting to see that, that, this stuff can be, say, attained or, you know, reached in this lifetime, in our lifetime, from what I'm saying. Um, So what can you share with us about, and you kind of did, but what can you share with us about the youth and their understanding of frequency consciousness? (laughs) Well, you were talking about um, children uh, and connecting to you through the frequency when when they hear about you. I was talking to, uh, an, uh, he was nine then, he's, he's a bit older now. I was talking to his father and he said, I want to speak to Mary. And I, I said, so what is it you want to tell me? And, he, and I said, why is it you wish to speak to me? And he said, oh, well, it's because of your frequency. And then he proceeded to say he was from Orion. He was a light physicist oh, wow. on Orion. And he dealt with time travel technology and he'd come to this planet um, with that awareness, he said, but the nearest to his understanding was Nikola Tesla. He said, the other scientists, he said, have got no idea whatsoever um, about mm. uh, the understanding of phys- physics, for example. So right. this, this is, again, they're coming in with new technologies. Um, they're yep. having downloads of physics. They're having downloads of the true origin of the species. They're mm-hmm. having information that they need for um, healing the earth. One 10-year-old told me he, it was his first lifetime on planet Earth. Um, he mm-hmm. talked about being from another planet where he was a blue being. He actually drew the blue being 
that he was. And he said he was a center seed, which meant he was connecting to the center of this planet. And part of his mandate was dealing with the pollution on this planet. Now, he's all of 10 years old explaining this to me. And wow. this is what I mean about the complex concepts of why they've come when you have them aware of their mission, for example, when an eight-year-old told me he communicates with animals and he's come to this planet to teach people how important it is that we treat animals with respect because of their consciousness. So this is all about understanding how we're all connected and to treat everything with love and compassion. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's interesting, um, and I was aware of it, but thank you for bringing back up. You know, you, you said that this child is a 10-year-old. So, you know, in a human form, you know, it takes us so long, what, in our 40s, 50s? to figure out what the hell we're doing. And then on top of that, then, you know, get the education and all that. But these kids, you know, they're bypassing the age standard, the norm, right? And they're coming in and there's, there's more and more younger kids making money. Like I know got a handful of like millionaire kids and they're like, I don't know, 15 to 21, 22 years old. So they're bypassing the standard of, society you know where we're you know in our generation it's like what you 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 grow up you go to school you go to college you have you know you have kids you you know get it you get a job have kids all that stuff right and by the time you're wise enough you're it's too late for you but these guys are going no you know getting a job uh making money and all that that's that's just something that we do only the one percent that we need to do there's a bigger picture out there a lot bigger picture, right? Yes. It's uh, amazing. And that's why many of them struggle at these conventional schools, our traditional schooling, because it's 90% yes. programming. And they say, it is not relevant for me. It's not telling me the truth. It's inaccurate information. And as one right. nine-year-old from Sweden told me, that going to school, they program you out of your light, is the way she described it. <laughs> That is so sad. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about the school system, um, and can you share us a bit more? Can you tell us a bit more on what the kids see in the school system, other than what you said so beautifully? <laughs> well, the, the whole point is that it's an inaccurate um, understanding of reality because the three D programming is not allowing them to expand their multidimensional selves. And many of them, you know, fall between the cracks in the school system. Many of the parents say, what can I do? And some mm -hmm. of them said for alternative schools like Waldorf or Steiner, um, but others are homeschooling because they say they just don't fit in to the school system. Right. They become very depressed. I had a 15 year old write to me and say, Mary, going to school is like a prison she said, and, and none mm. of it makes sense. They're so uninformed. And I'll, I'll make mm. your listeners um, chuckle a bit because one 12-year-old told me that when she's at school, she has this being that stands next to her. And when the teacher's giving her something that's inaccurate, the being will say to her, don't take any notice of that because it's inaccurate. This is what you need to know. So she's having a dialogue with her special <laughs> friend while the teacher's giving out one lot of information. She's being told what's accurate. So this is what I mean about these children being ex very, very different 
And we actually need a new kind of system, I believe, where we mm -hmm. get the children into an environment where they tell us what we need to what know they need. to help them do what they've come here to do. So it's a reversal exactly. of roles, in fact. Right. But, you know, Mary, the kids don't know anything. They should just listen to their parents, right? <laughs> and then get, we'll, we'll all get messed up. And Isn't that going to mess um, up the educators? And isn't that going to mess up those that think yeah. everything is about the education, which is actually I know. programming us out of what we are rather right. than assisting us to understand who we are, what we are, and to advance our awareness mm -hmm. and our abilities because all of that right. is shut down through this kind of 3D um, limited right. You know, it, it's so sad that, you know, the biggest gift that I have f for my kids is watching them grow and just watching them be. And they're amazing kids. You can learn how to be a strong adult from watching those kids. They're so intelligent. They're, they're so wise than you know. But most of society is like kids, you know, you don't know anything. Just go and play and we'll figure it out for you. Well, there needs to be that interaction. Um, like the schooling system you're talking about, uh, we operate the schooling system from the late 1800s. Nothing has changed from the late 1800s on the schooling system. So what is it going to take for us to change? Was it, uh, what is it going to take as parents to go, hey, no more, right? We want our kids you know, trained or taught properly. So, A lot is uh, it's just with, the, yeah. with that, in the sense that I'm meeting educators from all over the globe, psychologists oh. that take these kids being brought to them and realizing mm. that they're very different, but also these yeah. educators that are seeing that these children are different. Mm. And a lot of That's educators beautiful. are already, they've come in as aware because they know mm. that they've come into the system to help with this, this shift in education. So there is a lot going on behind the mm -hmm. scenes. I remember talking to an educator anthropologist in, um, from Uruguay that had got in touch with me. Um, and I said, mm -hmm. and she was talking about opening up um, the way that we teach children fr from a more multidimensional awareness. And I remember saying to her, so why have you contacted me? You know that I deal with children that have had ET experiences. Mm -hmm. Oh, she said, of course I know that. She said, but when I go to the edu education system in Uruguay, I just talk about the children's need for a different kind of education. We don't need to mention the rest of it, she said, do we? So they're That's almost bit behind the scenes, but they are aware of it. So there is a huge of move of an alternative way of teaching children, which I think right. ultimately will win over, just like Steiner did so. and the others as well. Right, right. Um, you know, you spoke about letter children. Um, can you can you explain the definition to the audience? Well, it's a, just another term, and the reason I talk about the letter children is that Dr. Lena Olsen, a molecular biologist in Sweden, um, mm -hmm. was one of these upgrades. You know, she was ADHD, partly autistic, partly dyslexic, and she noticed not only because she did the testing as a scientist on the, um, the fact that there was higher sensitivity, both to touch, to sight, to hearing, but also you know, with the, um, her psychic abilities or intuitive abilities. And she found ways to balance 
um, the ADHD, for example, through higher doses of vitamin B. There are various vitamins they need because they're operating at a higher speed mm-hmm. or a higher frequency. Um, how they need to balance them out so they don't go um, and lose their their balance through certain kinds of diet and what have you. And, and in the new human, she goes into detail about this. And that was why she called them letter people because ADHD is one of the letters, isn't it? Um, what mm-hmm. I say to people with ADHD is that's an upgrade. And um, there's a lovely statement, uh, a gentleman in Hong Kong who wrote the book Close Encounters of the ADHD Kind, Neil Gold. Mm-hmm. He, he said, when I didn't realize as a child that I was ADHD. And I always saw reality in a kind of matrix. He said, I understood how everything fitted together. And he related that by saying, I will say ADHD stands for always dialed into high dimensions. That's awesome. That that is, is awesome because I think he's, you know, and this is what Dr. Olson was really saying is you are, they literally are dialed into a greater reality, a far Mm -hmm. more accurate reality than the one that we are hated to believe in yeah well you know when i see kids with add or adhd or any of those things uh, i do see them in another reality and then what i do is i help them like i see them they're here their consciousness is out here looking down on this reality so to speak uh, but their physical body is here and the disconnect between the two Um, Because this reality, when they try to step into this reality, there's just a heaviness because of all the lies and the distortions. And you just don't want to be in this reality. You know, once you wake up to something, right, um, say that, you know, you find out that this person is a horrid person, you connect with that person again. You don't want to be around that person anymore. Uh, You want to escape, right? Or or you want to leave. You just want to. So these kids are so brilliant. They're so, you know, driven on truth. When they try to step into their bodies, it's like, no, this, 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 this reality is full of lies. So they live from here. So what I do, again, is like bring them here in a safe way so they can understand this reality in that way instead of hiding, being scared of, you know, uh, of this reality. And also it's a, it, it becomes a time distortion because when you start to operate from another reality out of this time constraint, that's where the ADD, the ADHD, and even dyslexic, uh, kids happen. Um, so if you create that communication gap between the two worlds, so to speak, between the two realities, um, you wouldn't have ADHD. You can actually, say, massage this reality. Uh, so it helps those kids. And once those kids understand what's going on, it actually helps their parents awaken. So yeah. from what I've seen, I don't, yeah. I don't know if you can talk about that or... Um, well, well, a lot of the, the children are very aware they've picked their parents and also mm-hmm. to assist the parents to understand themselves because they're coming in, many of them, with far less fear of the, this awareness than the parents may have because, yep. um, because of uh, belief systems, for example, and I meet many of them, they're afraid, Maz, of their abilities because in their belief system, maybe their spiritual beliefs or religious beliefs, or their educational beliefs say you can't start opening up because you're going to go crazy or demons are going to get you or there's a huge amount of fear about opening up multidimensionally and it's only because uninformed they don't know how it works and as you say you're assisting Mm -hmm. that and and the thing is with though i'm going to i'm going to say this um there was a a nine-year-old boy 
who had explained to me that he wasn't from here. But one of the things right. he was being trained to do from another level was to deal with lower entities. And he said, oh, I, I had my lesson on dealing with lower entities. I now know what to do. So now at night, I go out of my body and I go to where children are being and bothered by them and I deal with them. So mm. he not only has learned through his lessons from his non-human um, team, but he's also mm. now going out of body and helping other children that are being bothered by oh, them. Wow. I mean, this is, I, I mean, I still get blown away so much with the awareness of these mm -hmm. young children, what they're telling me. And that's just like, as you said, for the rest of us, you know, we get to our fifties before we get some understanding of what's going yeah, exactly. on. Hearing, you know, from a 15 year old, you know, understanding mm -hmm. reality. And I thought I got to, you know, I nearly got to 60 before I got that understanding. And you're telling me it right. in this beautiful way at 15. So this is the upgrade. This is the awareness that we're dealing with. And, really and truly yes they need support right. to learn how to be human because uh, many of them don't want to be down here don't want to, they want to go home as they say to me i want to go home True. i don't like it here and i i feel you know mm. i like I'm saying i know you don't like boarding school you know it's it's not nice particularly on this planet but you mm. agree to come because you come with awareness to help the planet evolve right. so what do you need that from me to help you with that and obviously right. doing the same thing is is helping right. them to cope with being human right you know um i see that as well they even if they've made a choice to come down here mary um i think they were expecting some kind of coach or something because the parents don't know what's going on even if they chose the parents so to speak, um, um, they might they might think that they've chosen parents, but there's a couple things going on. You know, is that it's like there's a handbook that's missing, and they were expecting somebody to be like welcome them in, right? Uh, but there's nobody to welcome. I mean, you're there, I'm there, and maybe other people that help. So you know, we're always around, which is always good. Um, but then also, you you know, Mary, I'm just wondering. You know, they have, say, alien genetic structure. They're introduced to human genetic structure. Is there, like, a theory that you have about how the two can mix? I mean, I can help people, kids do that. But I think, I don't know, what do you think? Do you think there's an issue there? It's like they're coming into their body and going, you know, I had a better version of myself. This is kind of, you know, kind of outdated. Maybe I think it's, to me, it's pretty advanced, but it's pretty dense compared to, say, where they were, you know? So, so I don't know. Did that make sense to you, or am I just bab babbling? Well, first of all, <laughs> we are all got alien genetics. Um, if of course. If we go into DNA and we look at what's right. been inserted into our DNA and the history of the gods coming through history mm -hmm. that inter interfered and created homo sapiens sapiens from the the, the, mm -hmm. the resident hominid so you've got the reason why they're interested in us the, right. the understanding from research is at least 12 different species of non-human intelligence have added their dna to ours what's mm -hmm. happening now though is many are identifying more with being a hybrid identifying more with 
having a a connection to the visitors, the st- you know their mm-hmm. staff, family. and that is because they they've come in with, if you like, more awake, uh, less dormant, and and more activated. Right. The rest of us, it's still uh, potentially dormant, so we don't see that we're actually the same. What they're doing with their higher frequency is they're affecting the ones mm-hmm. with the dormant DNA. Um, but the, the, they are coming in with a higher frequency. Their body is a higher mm-hmm. frequency to many of us. And that is why they're so sensitive. And that is mm-hmm. why they, can, they feel and sense more because they're more activated and whatever. But mm-hmm. the problem is that they're surrounded by a lot of density. And, and that makes it very, right. very hard for them. And it's right. about helping them manage that. And, and what Dr. Olson was saying for her, there are ways you can support the body with its sensitivity, once you understand why mm-hmm. they react in certain ways, why they are more sensitive to pollutants, for example, why they're more sensitive mm. to, um, you know, the magnetics of the planet and, and you know, all the different frequencies and whatever. Understanding right. then what can we do to support that. Helping them mm-hmm. to understand themselves in human form. So, you know, mm-hmm. part of it is saying, so how can you be more grounded so that you can do what you've come here to do? What do you need? Mm-hmm. And it may be right. sometimes just to be heard, just to be supported with mm-hmm. you know, good food and the right kinds of vitamins and minerals that they need to support this higher frequency and, and supported by their family with love, even if the family don't fully understand what mm-hmm. they've given birth to. Um, and many of them are be, be, you know, will say, I'm a hybrid. And they'll know they're a hybrid, which usually means they perhaps activate, have more activated DNA of that particular. That's why they'll say, oh, I come from Arcturus or I come from Pleiades or Orion or whatever. It's because that part of their DNA has been activated. And that's why they're connecting to it. But we all have mm-hmm. that. So, you know, it isn't about us and them. It's about they're showing us our future because they're the ones coming in to help us join them in this new understanding of who we are as a species and where we're going and what our potential is. Mm. You know, um, I don't know what you think about this, Marion, but um, I always, I always see that as humans, we're really highly intelligent, but I think we forgot how intelligent we are, you know, and I think, aliens that are out there or higher level consciousness uh, that or intelligence. So although they might look highly intelligent compared to where we are, I think we forgot who we are to get to this level of density, which they don't have. Um, we really had to be advanced beings, but this, this advanced say realm hologram that we live in is so real and so perfect that, well, we forgot who we are because it, it, it's so real. Does that make sense to you? So we think that this is really us, but to create, like I said, this much level of density for us to exist, uh, we've made it so real that we forgot, say, the, the high-level consciousness that created this. And I think they're out there coming back to kind of help us remember who we are, help us like integrate back into ourselves because it, it's created so real. What do you think about that? I, I absolutely agree that, that we don't realize our potential. Um, oh, our, definitely. Um, our potential is, is within us. And the, the mm-hmm. interesting thing is that we only use, I think, 
five or ten percent of our brain. What is Sad. the other percent for? Why have we got right. it? Nature doesn't, right. you know, give you superfluous anything. The thing is, right. it's not activated yet. We are not reaching our full potential. And what these children are showing us is, as we, you know, as we become more and more aware, more and more awake, and more activated, the more then that part of ourselves that mm -hmm. has that ability will then mm -hmm. manifest in the same way our, you know, what they call the visitors or you know, the star families or, or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. We are meant to join them. The whole point is that we're meant to get to a point where we are interacting with our cosmic family. This is what I believe is going on with these new children coming in. They're part of that. They're part of the activation. They're part mm -hmm. of showing us what we are. And I remember this nine-year-old saying to me, Mary, human beings are extraordinary. They have extraordinary potential. She said, but they've That's, got to believe it first. Right. That's what I'm, I'm seeing as well. Uh, that we've got uh, extraordinary potential, but then we forgot how we created this reality. And I think they're bringing us back. I'm just checking out a time here, Mary. Um, so what we're going to do is, yeah, we, we could split this. So uh, we're going to continue on with Mary on part two of of this podcast so join us and join us next time around uh and as we end just notice what you notice and then notice the details of what you're noticing pay attention to your kids you can learn a lot from them okay uh so thanks for now and i'll see you on the next podcast